Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. You're late, you're late, you're late for a very important day. This is a serious business operation here we got with this podcast. You can't be 10 minutes late. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think you're you work at some sort of call center? You just walk in wherever you want? Walk in wherever you feel like with your Dunkin' Donuts, your Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Well, one hundred percent. If I'm if I'm gonna be late, yeah, if I'm gonna be late, I don't give a fuck. Man. I'm walking with iced coffee and two blueberry cake donuts. Yeah, and then you're like, I don't care. Fire me. I don't want to work at this job. I never want to work at any job. You fools. <laughs> work a job. And then, uh, and then your manager's like, oh, I can't get anybody to to get a job here because of the unemployment. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I see they're really pushing that everything's back to normal. Definitely, we defeated coronavirus so that they can get people off unemployment, though. <laughs> For sure, Arizona is. <laughs> yeah, well, just in general. Like, oh, yeah, don't fucking don't even worry about wearing a mask. Don't even oh, fucking mask? worry about yeah, it. Really. Hmm? Don't even worry hmm? about it. Nah, don't worry about it. Huh? Yeah, trust the science, the economic science. Economic science is a real science. It's a pseudoscience. Like uh, that paper that I had you read over the week. Make the line go up. Make the line. Well, it's time. It's Let me time. tell you about curves and laugh curves and how I laugh Podcast at laugh curves. time. Oh, podcast. Beach, cool. I'm Kyle. Um, I am still on Booty Dino Pope. Dan. I was thinking I'm going to change Man. my name to something cool like. Dragon. <laughs> yeah, kind Not of me. Shit. I'm going to be something even cooler like Cockmaster. I was thinking more like the kind of shit you think of when you're like six that you think is cool. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to be fucking Blaze. Dragon. <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> Call me Spike. Laser King. Oh, there was a dude who played um, bass, I think. In one of my friends' bands that I met a few times, and like he'd introduce himself and he'd be like, Yeah, my name's Spike. And it's like, I'm not gonna call you that. <laughs> Get out of my face. We're not, I'm not talking, I'm not talking yeah, to you. Congratulations, I'm referring to you as Spikey from now on. <laughs> Sorry, man, you're not like a cartoon dinosaur <laughs> or an 80s like BMX villain or something. <laughs> Look out at Spike, he's gonna take our lunch money. So yeah, right, I think I'll stick to calling some you shitty back to the future knockoff. Fucking Derek or whatever your name is. <laughs> or I don't, just uh, wanna talk to you. Yeah, I guess there is a hierarchy to, to to dead naming people. If you just decide to call yourself Spike one day because you're in a punk band, well guess what? You're still Yeah, barren. if you just make up a stupid ass name and like you gotta be You haven't earned what Kareem Abdul Jabbar has earned? You got to be like pretty like tight with it. You know what I mean? Like a pretty cool person to just be like, yeah. So like my name's now just like fucking motorcycle tire. And you're like, oh shit, I, I buy it. You seem like a motorcycle tire to me. And just walk, <laughs> walk out and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, I got a gang name now. I'm not in a gang or anything. <laughs> you call me fucking Spike. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, um. You're a geriatric millennial. Did you know that? 
Oh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm more. 1980, 1985, apparently, is the geriatric millennials. I just missed the cutoff. Uh, barely. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've always <laughs> felt different than other millennials. That's how I'm known. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a geriatric millennial. You um have uh, none what's, of the What's United the characteristics States? of a fucking geriatric millennial? I don't remember specifically what it was for, but it was some article about business or some shit and they're like yeah oh 1980 God. 1985 those are the geriatric millennials uh when i uh when i used to work at a, a large corporation i attended one of those um because you got off the the you got time off your normal job you mm-hmm. go attend this hour and a half like meeting about generational divides in the workplace and it was it was enlightening yeah how they're basically um meaningless yeah interesting <laughs> <laughs> The real divide is um, smokers and non-smokers at every job I've been. <laughs> That's the real divide there. All the revolutionary class politics take place in the smoking section. Fuck this shit. Speaking of revolutionary politics, rest in peace to New Jack. Did you hear New Jack died yesterday? <laughs> Did New Jack die? I don't know if I consider him necessarily a revolutionary politician, but... <laughs> he spouts some uh, revolutionary concept when he was in Smoky Mountain. When he's doing the gangsters, I mean that's the thing is um, a lot of people dislike New Jack because of um, some of the crazier shit he did later in his career. But I always uh, appreciate people that are sort of provocateurs, and uh, I think New Jack's pretty cool. I mean, he probably shouldn't have beat up that eighty-year-old man or stabbed the other dude in a wrestling match or whatever. But you know, he was down there in the South working for Smoky Mountain, <laughs> telling all the white people <laughs> in the audience that he's glad OJ killed Nicole Brown and shit. That's like. I don't know. There's something about like the pushing the envelope of like counterculture within wrestling during that period that's really interesting to me. Probably really irresponsible on Jim Cornette's part to like put. Um, oh, Jim Cornette being irresponsible? That's New, fucking New Jack and Mustafa and D'Lo in that situation where like they're very likely to get attacked by all the rednecks in the audience. But fucking i don't know i'll respect i will always respect new jack for the shit he was doing the smoky mountain ecw is a little more like uh what's the next highest thing i could jump off of because you didn't get a lot of mic time in ecw and that's like what new jack was really good at was like the psychological aspect of his character but, he's uh, a real jake the snake figure yeah absolutely new jack's tight um so rest in peace new jack but uh, um i mean he is doesn't i don't know that's the thing is people who know New Jack in real life say like nah he wasn't as crazy as all that it was just like he was constantly kayfabe and the dude that he stabbed in the ring dropped the charges and bailed New Jack out and was wanted to work an angle out of it so like maybe it is all just like carny kayfabe shit <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> I don't know like there's a certain extent like yeah Mm, uh, I mean, Arn Anderson to get stabbed with scissors. <laughs> yeah, we'll buy another wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Sid Vicious. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious feared for his life from that old Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson uh, f- what I would fear for my life, I stabbed Arn Anderson. Yeah. Unless I killed him in one shot. You ever look at like Arn Anderson's hands? His They're hands are really like big and gnarled. They're like meat pies. <laughs> you crush your testicles, guaranteed. Like, oh Jesus! Look at those Iron Anderson hands. Oh. He's a man that's built like a fucking gorilla. Yeah, he yeah he does have like the like the um missing link sort of body to him. This is a body I aspire to have. <laughs> I don't think you can aspire <laughs> to it. You're yeah, born with it, you're not. Yeah, I don't have the genetics <laughs> for it. I when in his career when he there was periods where he'd be in really good shape, 
Well, I mean, like, really good Arn Anderson shape. And he looked pretty fucking dangerous, to be honest. Even when he's, like, out of shape, it's like, I think that guy's pretty strong. strong no, he, always, he always looked like one of the guys you'd see at a bar. I'm like, well, maybe not, not that, that guy. guy. <laughs> Probably not that guy. <laughs> Da, 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 uh, speaking da. of deaths, uh, uh, double uh, secret agent 007 Neil Connery died. Who's that? Sean Connery's brother. Oh, he really? was in that famous uh, Italian knockoff that was on Mr. Science Theater. Oh, that's not as cool as New Jack. How did New Jack? What did that guy ever do to push the envelope of what what wrestling can be? <laughs> Nothing. He, he as far as I know, he never wrestled. Yeah, ridiculous. Sean Connery's not even as cool as New Jack. I kind of I Sean Connery exists for me mostly as just the memeified version of Sean Connery. You know what I mean? Well, I you're, don't. You're have, the man now, dog. Yeah, I don't have any fond memory because i don't give a fuck about james bond i think james bond is whack as fuck so like i don't i don't see sean yeah, connery as a Drew. respectable figure at all i just know him from highlander what, what about the sucks. highlander though yeah huh? but he sucks in it <laughs> <laughs> like highlander is cool because of christopher lambert not because of sean connery yes i'm french don't look cool into it <laughs> i think he's spanish I thought it was, oh, was he Spanish? That's been so long since. Yeah. Either way, it's, it doesn't matter because. <laughs> Either way, it's offensive. Yeah, he's just doing a Scottish accent. So. It's almost as bad as Antonio Banderas in the Thirteenth War. <laughs> apparently, that is a problem. <laughs> um, why the Spanish people have some? Uh, I'm familiar with the Moorish invasion. Yeah, so I mean. It's it's a little bit better. <laughs> like, Con- <laughs> Con- well, maybe, I don't know. Actually, it's good. <laughs> when you really think yeah, about it, it's, yeah. it's not quite as bad as say aliens. Yeah, that, the, the alien one, aliens one was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, at least it was um, she at least she was Jewish, right? That's a marginalized group. So, <laughs> yes, okay, you <laughs> do a little exchange. <laughs> they're they're marginalizing the hell out of the Palestinians right now. What about um? I, the long time ago, I saw this um, thread on Twitter that was all about um brownface, right? Um, like white actors playing people who supposed to be Latino. Well, um, I mean, like I feel like we—is there? Do you distinguish between like the actual blackface minstrel show shit and the other part? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know, but I was just bringing it up because I really wanted. To, I mean, I didn't do it because it's Twitter and I don't want people to misinterpret me as being like an alt-right asshole or whatever. But just since the concept of it is kind of illusory, to be honest, like you're bringing it up, I really wanted to go in there and um, put drop uh, Gian- <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito playing Gus Fring or whatever in um, Breaking Bad because he's not well, Latino. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you get down there, I mean, it's the same thing as like Sean Connery in The Highlander. He's like, this man is—he's not Spanish or French or whatever the right, fuck you're yeah. supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, but obviously people wouldn't see it that way. They'd be like, "Well, what are you talking about?" It's like, "Well, he's well, Italian." Because I think, that, I, I, cause I think like, yeah, the problem is Latino, like, right? He speaks the Latin language. Maybe in the ideal world, Scarlett Johansson is right, and anybody can play anybody, right? But we don't live in that world. Um, I don't know. Scott Johansson did it, so I guess we do live in that world. <laughs> <laughs> no one stopped her, so uh, 
Uh, I mean, I feel like the box office certainly stops. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, it's also like, who would want to see a live-action Ghost in the Shell remake if made by an American studio anyways, you know? Well, I mean, Akira, coming to you, maybe again? They're not ever going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It'll never happen. I don't know. It's just, who cares? I understand, like, representation matters and, like, yeah, give people a job and shit, but it's also, like, I don't care about Ghost in the Show remake. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, I was already like not on board when they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna yeah, Ghost in the Shell remake." Show. I was like, "No, nah, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not interested." Scott Jansen's gonna be in it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense because shitty, stupid American Ghost in the Shell remake. What did you expect? Fucking everyone's gonna be in Knives Out too, though. Apparently, that's the only job in Hollywood right now is being Knives Out too. I, I'm pretty sure I got cast in it. I want to be in it. Not really though. I didn't think the first one was that good. It was like a fine little. Fun. We talked about this many times, like the, it, the actual uh, like who done it part isn't that interesting, but the characters themselves and the way they interact is fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like fun. It's that's you know, I guess it's that's it. It's an entertainment product, you know. It did it very <laughs> successfully. Was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against it. It's just like, yeah. Oh, I watched man. it. And I was thoroughly entertained the entire. And it's time, like, so is are, is it gonna be continually following? Um, you know, fucking Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. So 100, percent it's not gonna be about the other the characters running met. You're just gonna see Daniel Craig. Do Maybe uh, mystery. Right. Well, he wasn't a very good character in Knives Out, so <laughs> why do I care well, about him? But he did. Too? Kyle, he did a funny accent. Oh, <laughs> but Ana de Armas is the interesting part of the first Knives Out. <laughs> I guess she's gonna be. Is the part of she gonna continue to be like the the uh, Sherlock to his Watson, or what's gonna go? <laughs> I guess I'll watch it. Maybe not though. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it when it streams. What is it stream? HBO or something? Yeah, Who when bought it's it for free or something. I've gotten to the point now. Actually, I used it used to be like I'd watch any movie just because I like love watching movies. But now I'm like, nah, I don't. I freaking my. It's like basically I only want to watch shit that like does can doesn't isn't real. You know what I mean? It does not appear to be like real life. Like when after I watched Memories of Matsuko and um, Hanagatami, I was like. I'm tired of watching movies that are just like, hey, here's like a fucking real life, but what if there's aliens? Fuck that. Tell me a human story, but make it look like a fucking psychedelic cartoon or some shit. It's all there. The technology's there. It's been there forever. How soon? Make shit look cool. No. No one, no one makes it look cool. <laughs> no. Yeah, what if... Uh, We're going to put a yellow or a blue or a green filter on the, the goddamn camera. We're going to call yeah. it a fucking day. Now you shut the fuck up. All right. What if everything uh, was gray? I can go outside right now and everything looks yellow, all right? I want to go outside and everything to be, like, vibrant watercolors. Try that out. I want neon. Neon everywhere. Neon Genesis Evangeline? No, not that. Live action. Oh, whatever Evangeline. happened with that? Did it all turn out to be a dream? I don't know. I haven't read any spoilers about it because I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting for it to actually watch it. But the uh, I guess I, at some point when they... I'm going to watch all three of them because I haven't watched a single four one of, of them. the movies. Is it four? four? They made four rebuilds, yeah. What the... F- the fourth one came out in December in Japan. As far as I know, it hasn't leaked onto the internet yet. Well, the script, a uh, translation of the screenplay leaked on the internet, but obviously I didn't read that. I was like, fuck that, I'll wait to watch the movie. Because I don't think for... You have to, like, wait for it to, like, first get to, like... Um, you know, DVD or streaming. Yeah. And then someone fans and then someone's I know how it works. 
But um, the uh, Demon Hunter movie that uh, like was the number one of the box office in Japan and like everyone loved and everyone was super psyched about in the United States. Apparently, they accidentally, uh, Sony accidentally put it on the PlayStation Network like a month before they were <laughs> supposed to. And so a bunch of people ripped it from there. So you can go watch that. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Demon Hunter, but I think that's funny. You know about it? No Sony doesn't ever seem to have this shit together, does it? Oh, that's fun. It's like a soft release. <laughs> They're testing the water to see how popular it be in the United States. I watched um, the Demon Hunter series. The animation is really cool, but it's... Wow, I don't like the storytelling style in anime, so most anime doesn't ever resonate with me beyond like if the beyond the like, visual spectacle. I don't know, Ryan might like it. It's on Netflix. He should check it out. Uh, he's still like deep into One Piece. He's gonna be doing. Well, he's gonna watch that for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> he's already up to like episode five hundred. Oh, never mind then. I think he's yeah, almost he'll be done by the end. I think he's only like in the seven hundreds. <laughs> I think it's a nine hundred or something. I asked him today. Oh shit! I've been watching um, Reply nineteen eighty eight. It's a Korean show about a bunch of Korean a bunch of families that live on the street in Seoul in the eighties. It's pretty sweet. Like, uh, very idyllic and sentimental and shit. Makes you cry a bunch. I've been crying yeah, a lot like, This is us, but for South Korea. <laughs> oh, no, it actually reminds me more of Freaks and Geeks or Wonder Years. Oh, okay. The humor is um, not quite you the same. You're Wonder Years, right? Or not remaking, I guess rebooting? Redoing it. Is it going to be the 90s? Because that no, would be the equivalent I, time period to, like, now. I think it's a... I think it's a black family, but it's still in the 50s or the 60s, which oh, I think if they're no. going to do it, it should be like the 80s, but whatever. No, that, I don't, that, I don't know. It's because, all right, I know I'm a white boy, so I, maybe I shouldn't comment on this, but it's going to introduce so much like black suffering into the series. You know what I mean? And it's like, why can't there just be like, you know, a black family TV show in a, maybe like a, not completely absolute social turmoil. I no one it, watched Everybody Hates Chris, Kyle. <laughs> everyone loves that show. That's how like everyone. I love Everybody Hates Chris. Um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, the guy that uh, kind of sucks. He got molested, <laughs> and uh, he said some bad shit. Yeah, he says weird uh, shit sometimes. He doesn't think. He's on uh, why can't I remember his fucking name? The dad. Yeah, you know who he is. He's buff. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, that's right. Right? Damn, I'm bad with names. Yeah, Terry Crews. I don't know. What's the angler going with? I guess that's Wonder Years dealt with like pretty serious shit too, though. The original one. But uh, that's like, I don't know. Give 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 black people a break <laughs> in the media, you know? I mean, oh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. They'd rather watch, they'd rather watch Family Matters than, than oh, what, what the fuck was that show? Rock? Remember Rock? R-O-C? No. What's that? God damn it. It was about a... I think it was on, around the same time as Family Matters. It was about uh, a black dude that was just supporting his extended family. Mm. ROC. Talking about um, Arizona Registrar of Contractors. That's the one. <laughs> or the mythological bird. The rock. Or Roke. I'm not sure. Roke. I'm Roke. from... It's Roke, I believe. Yeah. You see, you know, you see him in video games. <laughs> You see him in your video games and your dungeons and your dragons. Yeah, and your video games. Video games based off of Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. I guess people can make whatever TV shows they want. If it finds an audience, then it finds an audience, whatever. 
<clears throat> trying to be like less critical about um less morally critical about media because uh, it doesn't matter everything yeah, right. just, it doesn't, uh, man, also let's talk about, let's talk about these marvel movies real quick though they suck <laughs> and that's that's the important thing about it i want to get across to everyone <laughs> is that for me personally they're like not even entertaining to watch so it's like <laughs> when other people talk about them like wasn't it so cool i'm like hmm, it wasn't like it's like oh you remember oh Captain America raised his mighty shield and was like Avengers assemble finally and it's like yeah but uh, in memories of Matsuko she does like a fucking full sequence dance number about like having sex for the first time so uh, what's more interesting to me <laughs> probably memories of Matsuko <laughs> that's uh, that part was cut from the second Captain America movie <laughs> well yeah they're not willing to push the envelope at all. Also, Captain America has never had sex. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He's laying so much pipe. No, he, he's not. He's completely sexless. He's not Wolverine. Wolverine fucks all the time. I we've talked about this before. I think Wolverine's like a real, a real GFK figure. Yeah, he's not a good he's lover, a but he, fuck, he fucks all the time. Wolverine fucks. No, uh, when people say you fuck, that's not what they mean. Yeah, it's. Uh, no, they don't mean you like. Oh, you're in. You're in it. In, in, in and out real quick, you know. Quantity over quality. It's masculinity. You're not a. <laughs> if you've ever eaten pussy, you're not a real man. Been seeing a lot of hot masculinity takes. Have you uh, seen this? It's been. I noticed it's been going around. Uh, this idea that um because of uh, because all the brave men died in World War One and World War Two, the gene pool just left all the weaklings, and that's why uh, there's so many soy boys now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what about if you survived World War Two because you were the most alpha? Well, yeah, what the, there was a bunch of stories about dudes killing a bunch of guys and then coming yeah. back. What is, yeah, no, so, no, uh, I'm just I'm descended from them. All right, all right. All right. Well, we are our grandpa was in World War Two and the Korean War, so that means we're the we're the strongest. <laughs> no, I have never used conditioner, not once. Because I'm, I, I I'm, I'm so strong, I don't even wash my ass. Oh, I mean, I basically only use conditioner. Yeah, my hair gets hella dry. If you just use shampoo, you're fucking insane. <laughs> like, I don't understand that at all. Like, what That's why that? you guys are losing your hair, and at 37, <laughs> I still got a full head of it. <laughs> yeah, like, what are, you, what are you doing? It's like, have you ever just washed your hair with shampoo, right? Because you had to, right? Like, there's no other option. And then you get out, and it dries, and you're just like... What is oh, this it's like shit? straw. <laughs> what is this shit? Even when your your hair's still wet in the shower and you're not able to condition it, you're just like, I, what what's going on? The texture of it is just terrible. Can't imagine that. I knew some dude who's like, yeah, man, I just you know bar soap with my hair, like using bar uh, soap. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? He's probably dead now. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> not a way to sustain life. <laughs> That's what did him in. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this before. He's probably using uh, that bar of Irish spring on his head again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily... Um, I mean, here's the thing. I uh, I, I don't like to go camping. Um, I like to paint and talk to my mom and stuff. So I'm not, I, I'm not necessarily the pillar I, shut, of... You've uh, gone camping. You enjoyed it when you went camping. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not necessarily like the pillar of stereotypical masculinity. But here's the thing. Um, I'll beat you in a fight. And that's what matters is power. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't think that's what matters. I think you're buying into the toxic masculinity. No, what it is is um, if they set the rules, which is yeah, no, I agree. Like it's like, well, you actually that's the rule, all right. 
it's like well you actually can't beat me on those rules either, on that those level those terms either so i mean what's your point what are you even about it's kind of like you're pointless everything you believe in is wrong no no, no the military time to be the most dangerous man at 200 pounds <sighs> i eat 200 pounds for breakfast <laughs> First of all, the military doesn't teach you any legitimate hand-to-hand combat. If yeah, not did, like they're uh, fucking worthless because that's not what the military goddamn does. The IDF does it teaches you Krav Maga. That's fucking bullshit too. <laughs> you punch them in the balls. Speaking of IDF, oh, um, I don't want to talk about the IDF shooting people in the back. All right, free Palestine, fuck Israel. All my homies hate Israel. One state. Yeah, here, I'll say I'll put it pretty simple because it feels like it should be. It's kind of dry. Um, here, guys, it's pretty. It should be really obvious. Just flip. Imagine that the roles were reversed and that there were a group, uh, an, an Arab majority country that were forcing Jewish people out of their homes and shooting them back huh. yeah, and blowing up their buildings and their news stations. I, I feel like the United States would recognize that pretty easily for what it is, right? Yeah, but the whole thing is we've Israel exists so that we can have a strategic foothold in the Middle East, us in England. You know what I mean? It's That's been the whole purpose of it anyways that's why we give yeah yeah dollars World World to bullshit. yeah that's why we give non-stop billions of dollars because this if america was a better country and I'm, it seems to be honestly the people in general because uh, i mean the, i don't know it feels like oh there's a, i think attitudes a, are changing a little bit but it doesn't matter because the government's interest isn't in protecting human rights right that's not what the united states government is interested in abroad or even at home it's just the proliferation of whatever empire the United States is still trying to build and maintain, right? Yeah, I mean, again, I'll, it's a little more complicated than that, but the, the one it essentially boils down to right now is, yes, that's what's going on. I mean, it's not much more complicated than that. That's like the, 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 the overseas operations for the United States in general is well, what's strategic or beneficial economically or militaristically it's like when well i mean here's the thing though is there's really isn't any benefit economically or militaristically to prop up israel um it's just it harkens back to like a uh, a foreign policy that uh that probably never really worked and uh doesn't exist anymore in 2021 yeah but it does it's like another limb uh, holding up like the american system right like to for us to have the amount of influence we have worldwide it's like well we have know. a little satellitization here i just in the feel Middle like East. i feel like with israel it, it, at this point it's become more than it's become more than it's just perpetual motion at this point it's that this is how we've, we've been doing it. it so we can yeah do it. so we don't know how to stop with this yeah i mean and then also yeah no, i'm not saying i'm not absolving israel of anything they're doing they're clearly just fucking don't want palestinians in their country air quotes so they're gonna do whatever it takes to do it it's not like they're be, they're not being pressured into it israel wants to kill palestinians i don't know and like when you um this is like kind of off topic but this will go back to like some of the podcasts we've had in the past when you talk about like you know same struggle with the ira no no i mean it's just like people recognize the ira's position but they do not have ever really seemed to recognize palestine's um the one struggle is um the you, i mean it's the, well, the idea is, is to get promoted. people to understand it right but yeah but it's also mostly embraced by members of the ira and the pl people that are already right like the, the people yeah. that it doesn't actually touch anybody outside of the the that's already bought into it well, yeah, especially not in the united states because the plastic patties are fucking weird and then the, the like the, the real like 
most legitimate aspect of the one struggle though which start what started it is um the same soldiers that were in northern ireland killing irish people in the 70s and stuff they they were also doing tours in palestine killing yeah. palestinians so that was the source of the one struggle but yeah it didn't um <clears throat> i mean ireland's one of the countries in europe that recognizes palestine as a state but aside from that it's not like i guess it hasn't done very much <laughs> promotionally as because i'm sure like the average citizen of ireland isn't like well maybe though i don't know what it's like nowadays another interesting thing now that you brought up the ira is um you know the ira used to call in their um bombings too right beforehand and the, the, everyone had a problem with that but now they seem totally okay oh israel's letting people know before they drop rockets on them so it's fine right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he's, I mean, you definitely have uh, somewhere to go in, like, the one of the densest populated areas in the world, right? It's fine. No, they warned him. They gave him, like, 15 minutes. Posted on Twitter. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. I don't I just... Did you guys get the tweet? So, uh, yeah, there's plenty of bummers going on nonstop. And then, don't uh, bum me out, you know? Well, it has gotten to the point for me where it's like with regards to the podcast at least it's like well us talking about it isn't gonna do anything but then i guess maybe there's dumb assholes who listen to our podcast for some reason and don't realize that there's a problem with israel right maybe we'll we'll be the people (laughs) we'll be the ones that flip these guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't imagine that's our audience (laughs) i don't know that i have that kind of power either (laughs) I think about that a lot where it's like um I always feel like I want to do more for all various issues, right? That's been like my impulse since mm-hmm. I was pretty young. It's like, oh I wish I could do more but it's like I don't have money or so I don't even have like social currency of any kind. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like in the bottom rungs of society. <laughs> so it's like I just like I don't know. I just uh, it's overwhelming sometimes where it's like, man, I fucking can't even my teeth hurt. <laughs> you know, I just like I can't really fix my teeth, and I, what am I supposed to do? Overwhelming, I guess. So basically, uh, you're not in in the broader sense. A uh, hundred years ago, you probably wouldn't even know this is going on. So maybe you're not supposed to do anything about it. They, I mean, they they say ignorance is bliss, and I've known some like pretty stupid people that seem like they're having a Real fucking average. ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, maybe that's that. That's the way to do it. I'll just get brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, if I didn't get, like, brain damage from, like, the decade of, like, hard living I was doing in my 20s, like, I don't know. I think my brain might be impervious. (laughs) (laughs) I got an impervious brain. My brain's like Captain America. It's like a superhuman brain. It's peak human performance. (laughs) That's right. It's it's because their grandfather survived World War II. We have a (laughs) powerful bloodline. (laughs) My testicles are so full, full and big. Yeah, it's so powerful. I can, I can breed nonstop. In the future, gross. when that's when a they, weird, gross way of saying it. Gross. When in the, gross. no, in the future, when they have to, they have we we have to survive. survive we have to save the what the what race. I'll what? be one of the one of the breeding studs. <laughs> you and uh, and Matthew Gates. Probably not me though, actually, because um, I got red hair. I mean, is that, I don't. Is that a bad thing? 
Yeah, I remember reading the study a while ago where it's like yeah, sperm donations, like they generally don't want like gingers and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. Um, I'm not straight up a ginger. I don't know. Maybe that's just like self denial, but I'm like not all freckly and shit. I just like my beard's red and like whatever. I don't know. Kinky Boots is a weird song. Well, that was a weird transition too. Yeah, because you, you listen to. We were talking about Ireland earlier, but okay. Well, I was thinking you listen to like um all the other like Republican Irish like freedom songs and stuff, and they're all about like heroes of the movement and battles and like the beauty of Ireland, you know, all this shit, right? And then Kinky Boots is like British soldiers, fucking gay. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily like the like the grr aspect of it, but I always thought it was kind of funny because they're just like, yeah, yeah, great heroes and everything, but these guys are fucking dorks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. One of the greatest uh, call out songs of all time. Call Me Black Tens, of course, has like, show you, like all the whole Call Me Black Tens is. Just, I mean, it really encapsulates a lot of the, and then they even talk about the. Um, you scared the Arabs with your 50 and the Zulus. And, yeah, it's all about British imperialism and shit. And they're like, well, not here because we got AKs. Yeah, so it comes with the, and the black tans is also like, oh yeah, show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders, you pussy. <laughs> but the kinky boost is just like, yeah, and also, <laughs> you guys look gay. <laughs> you guys probably kissing stuff, huh? <laughs> you know, you couldn't write kinky boots today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a Ben Shapiro line I've ever heard it. Or Glenn Danzig, apparently. <laughs> what did Danzig say that? Well, shit? he was like, "Yeah, you couldn't have the punk movement today." <laughs> it's like, oh, first of all, Danzig. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta think. Glenn Danzig is um like New Jersey Which punk movement, <laughs> like in the seventies <laughs> that the Misfits were part of. You know, but you gotta think like Danzig is like fucking New Jersey Italian. But you know, you know he's like racist as shit. Oh, get over here and gobble my ghouls. Yeah, but it's like you. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people accurately pointed out like um, misfits lyrics, like "Oh yeah, you couldn't write any songs about a fucking coffin or a skeleton these days." <laughs> I mean, there's like, "Oh yeah, I raped a baby today," and like have dreams about inseminating. Yeah, I get. I don't know, but like, woman or whatever. <laughs> But it's also like, yeah, fuck, no, you can still write about that. And also the the Misfits weren't part of the That was like the whole thing either. Of the punk movement, right? The Misfits really were just singing about monster Stupid movies. Stupid shit. shit. <laughs> like, no hate. I love the Misfits. I, I mean, I think like Doyle and Jerry Only are way cooler than Danzig. Um, but it's, yeah, they are just singing like goofy love songs about monsters and shit. But it's fun. Um, the, the, the but the <laughs> punk movement in the 70s was in reaction to uh, the, the, the prevailing culture at the time, which actually hasn't changed very much. <laughs> I don't get like these people are like, yeah, the new counterculture is to be right wing. It's like, so you think the new counterculture is to say shit that was popular from the 50s, right? <laughs> <laughs> like somehow oh yeah i'm really sticking it to the to what <laughs> i'm gonna show those people in power that i fucking agree with them yeah you, <laughs> you did it glenn Fuck danzig. The <laughs> you're right on danzig you're doing it how heroic <laughs> how heroic to be racist in this day and age 
Yikes. If Joe Strummer is still alive, he would love Boris Johnson. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Joe Strummer, he was a class trader, one of the greatest class traders of all time. Thank you, Joe Strummer. He had bad teeth, though. But I guess that was in England, everyone had That's bad England teeth. That's England for you. Back yeah. then, in England, everyone had bad teeth. Oh, that's another thing I like about um, Japanese film. It seems bad like, teeth. You, yeah, you don't have to have you perfect have teeth. teeth. Not bad teeth, but like you don't have to have perfect teeth to be a Japanese actor. That's pretty tight. But wait, maybe it's more like if you're a hot girl in Japan, you don't need to have perfect teeth. Now that I think about it, you haven't seen a lot of dudes with uh, imperfect teeth. No, Most only if like they're caricatures. like yeah, only if they're supposed to be like a loser, <laughs> huh? Well, speaking of um, hot girls, <clears throat> alien believer Demi Lovato becomes oh, a UFO investigator. Fuck me, really? <laughs> Is she Demi Lovato. up with uh, uh, Tom uh, DeLong from Blink One Eighty Two from um, a pop music a UFO group? In Unidentified with Demi Lovato, the music superstar and actress, her skeptical best friend Matthew, and her sister Dallas attempt to help uncover the truth about the UFO phenomena. While consulting with leading experts, the trio will investigate recent eyewitness encounters, uncover secret government reports, and conduct tests at known UFO hotspots. Kyle, this is the show that you and I should have done, except I would have been drunk the entire time and making fun of everybody. Well, I guarantee Dan Lovato will also be drunk the entire time because... Oh, I, I forgot believe. she's California sober or whatever the fuck that means. Oh, that just means smoking weed. Is that what she says? I think she's drinking, too. Oh, California sober is supposed to just mean smoke, but... um. Well, she also hates sugar-free products for some reason. Well, she can't drink, right? Hasn't she had, like, a bunch of, like, kidney transplants or some shit? No, that's uh, that's Go- uh, Gomez, the other one. No, I thought Demi Lovato's almost died a bunch of times, too. She has, but she doesn't have a kidney transplant. That's uh, oh. that's Justin oh. Bieber's former gal. Selena what the fuck Gomez? is so many- Selena Gomez? I couldn't remember her first name. She was named after Selena. How could you forget Selena? I didn't forget Selena. I just forgot Gomez. <laughs> I forgot she was associated with her. <laughs> Hey, there's, there's a new, new Selena show on Netflix. Oh, I was gonna mention that. I haven't, I haven't watched it. it. There's no way it's as good as Edward James Olmos Selena. No, I was gonna say the same thing. Jennifer Lopez Selena. That was man. This fucking Jennifer Lopez is relatively unknown when she played Selena. That's crazy to think about. Now she's dating Ben Affleck again. That's also crazy to think about. I wonder if me and one of my girlfriends will get back together in like a decade. No, it's gonna be Jennifer Lopez. I'm gonna get together with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yep. She's, hell yeah, she looks good still. So. Hit me up, Jayla. She's busy with Ben right now. We have I have way more in common with Jennifer Lopez than Ben Affleck does. He's from like affluent, fucking Bostonian weirdo, East Coast intellectual family. Not me. I'm from the streets, just like you, Jayla. Except for I doubt Jayla's really like Jenny from the block, you know. You're not really from the streets either. (laughs) From the streets. From the streets. Um I mean, North Bay, but come on, the streets is really pushing it. Oh, you speaking of um, North Bay, I, uh, Dad was looking at um, some of the hottest places to move in the United States. Um, <laughs> let me list some of them for you. They, they're very the, the uh, just cultural hubs known as Stockton, Vallejo. Oh my God, I fucking never want to live in Stockton. Fairfield. Well, I was thinking they must be getting hella gentrified by like tech bros that can't afford the city. So now uh-huh. it's, I'm sure they're all spilling out into Vallejo and the San Mateo and Santa Cruz. Man, I mean, Stockton, I, I'm pretty sure the streets haven't been paved, paved in Stockton since I was born. They're probably revitalizing it or some shit. I haven't been to Stockton in a long time. 
I, I mean, we went there after Ryan was, I guess it's been like 10 years, but uh, after Ryan was born, it was not, <laughs> fuck, it was still a fucking shithole. Yeah. Also, they declared bankruptcy like a year or two after that. They, they did. They sure did. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but the, I don't, I, I'm convinced that it's just the uh, the gentrifying tech bros that are like, oh, okay, I mean, like, oh Modesto. Anymore. Modesto is about us. Uh... I live in Vallejo. It seems fine. Yeah, and if the Pharaoh was there, we'd kick it with him. <clears throat> I mean, where's Hammer at these days? Hmm, that's a good question. Probably not Oakland because um, Oakland's very gentrified now. I was gonna say he can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> can't afford it. That's not all gentrified. There's still parts of uh, of Oakland that are, are quite shite. Well, yeah, there's because there's people that um, own the houses there, right? So they don't. It's hard. To, it's hard for the the, the for come in and force them out if they already like own the houses but i'm sure they'll find a way um well, i'm an earthquake will do a form in a, in a year or two i'm sure yeah demi lovato uh she so she's gonna have a show on the peacock network which is peacock? nbc's streaming service right yeah oh okay. wasn't paramount also nbc paramount owned nbc or the other way around nbc universal <laughs> but then it, isn't it universal paramount holy shit I, all, all I know is there's only like seven corporations in the world and they own everything. So. <laughs> they don't own me. Not yet. <laughs> they haven't paid the price. Oh, speaking of which, last week I um I had a short, um comical, charming uh, tirade about uh, people and consumer products and stuff, talking about Kojima specifically. Um, I realized I, ha- I do have a Kojima hoodie, but it was given to me as a Christmas present. So... Fuck <laughs> Yeah, it's people really coming at you for that one. I'm getting ahead of it before you get canceled. <laughs> canceled or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be an unscripted show with Lovato as the lead investigator. Tentatively titled Unidentified with Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. So, oh, you may th- not you may not think of her as a George Knapp or a Linda Moulton Howe or even a Tom DeLonge kind of ufologist. <laughs> what the fuck? But Lovato actually believes extraterrestrials are real and has personal encounters with them and UFOs. So she may be she more does. serious investigator than one would expect. Hey, Emily Lovato is a beautiful young woman. I relate to her because I understand that sometimes it's hard to stop drinking and partying. And also... She's got a wagon, doesn't she? I believe Daniel Lovato's got a wagon on her. Uh, I don't know. I mean, at one point she had a wagon on her. Did let's she take a look. wagon? Let's, let's take a look here. Google Images, Daniel Lovato. Uh, wagon. <laughs> I don't know if this is the most important part of, uh, of Demi Lovato or th- her investigations, but sure. I don't know very much about her, so that's why I resorted to being, um, uh, what's the Creepy. word? Uh, no, well, th- yeah, but a more negative version of it, um, sexist. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's creepy. I feel like creepy is more negative than sexist. Yeah, it's hard for me to be creepy, though, because I'm tall and attractive. So it's uh, <laughs> more effective. But it's easy me. for you to be conceited. Yeah, but it's, so it's more effective to call me sexist. She has a really nice body. Hmm. Cool. Then the body seems pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She kind of looks like. Um, I feel like you. <laughs> I the most recent thing I know her for is for getting on Twitter and yelling at a yogurt shop for having sugar-free products, which seems like uh, not that tight. Uh, was she yelling at the um, employees or the corporation? 
What's the difference there? If she's yelling at the corporation, then pretty tight. Oh, I believe it's a, I think a, 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 a locally owned? family owned, locally owned yogurt shop. So, yes to both. Oh, well, that's not the same. I thought she was like, fuck you, TCBY. <laughs> fuck you, Baskin Robbins. All like 36 flavors and they're all full of sugar. Um, uh, in 36. 2016, Lovato told uh, L Canada about the experience with a worm UFO that occurred a few years before. Yeah, Yeah, I was watching Avengers. (laughs) I was walking outside and I looked up and it was almost like there was a worm in the sky. It was changing shapes and moving all over the place. Yeah, man, I fucking been fucked up on drugs too. I get it. (laughs) Damn, the texture of the house looks crazy. Stucco's crazy. Oh, shit, you know what's dope? You just chill and look at the popcorn ceiling when you're fucked up on like shrooms. Ain't nobody popcorn anymore. Oh, we did in the the one of the houses I lived at in Tempe. Um, yeah, we had a popcorn ceiling. Yeah, it was old ass house. We had a popcorn ceiling, so you just get fucked up, man. Stare at that ceiling. Ooh, have a good time. You see dragons in it and shit. That's where I got my nickname, Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> He's always seen dragons in there. <laughs> Imagine if you will, dragons. <laughs> In the June 2014 appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers, she admitted that she knows aliens are real. And in the same interview, she also professed a belief in mermaids because (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Columbus has actually seen three mermaids on his way to America. Had actually seen. Um, There you go, Kyle. (laughs) Did he, though? I don't This is the first I've heard of it. Well, she must. I mean, she is um, a Hollywood celebrity. Well, no, Hollywood celebrity. She's got access to like archaic, esoteric deep knowledge. Yeah, Yeah. she's the end of. She's gone to the New World Order libraries. The Illuminati libraries. Columbus Mermaid. (laughs) Oh, he was making a joke about manatees. Fucking Demi Lovato, you fool. (laughs) He goes, they're not half as beautiful as they are painted. Referring to mermaids, (laughs) but then manatees. You know what? Christopher Columbus may be not such a bad guy. He had jokes. <laughs> <laughs> About two gongs. Yeah, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Maybe not such a bad guy. Huh? He's pretty funny. <laughs> Christopher Columbus, uh, I don't know. Ferdinand I mean, Cortez. All, all I did is take his dick out and make people watch him. <laughs> Ferdinand Cortez, I don't know. We got a pretty cool name. Hmm. Oh, Cortez, that was a good name. Yeah. Mag- Magellan is a good one, too. Spanish names are tight. Oh, my favorite explorer. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. Amerigo Vespucci is a pretty good one, too. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Amerigo Vespucci, Ponce de Leon. Uh, Leif Erickson. There's a good one. Nah. Uh, in 2020, she spent a few days in Joshua Tree National Park with ufologist uh, Stephen Greer and witnessed the most incredible, profound sightings both in the sky as well as feet away from me. She posted videos and photos on Instagram. Oh, I'm going to click mm. on them. Dun, 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 dun. Holy shit, there's a, a red light flying in the sky. What camera did they film with this? It's like fucking <laughs> 10 frames per second. <laughs> well, this is the real thing. <laughs> it, looks, it could be a firefly. The camera's so bad that you can't see like the depth of field at all. And then, uh, it, like I said, it's moving like 10 frames per second. So it could be fucking anything. But you know what? I'd love to spend some time in Joshua Tree National Park, just me and Demi Lovato watching for aliens. Sounds like a romantic time. Probably not romantic. Why not? You never just look for aliens? 
with the dame. <laughs> no, no. No, I never got out there in the forest looking for aliens with, with my gal, my best gal. Oh. Or even my second best gal, you know? <laughs> I'm a bottom uh. bitch. <laughs> uh, Demi is a true believer in during this cra- courageous adventure. What? Quotes on that. She hopes to convince <laughs> she her. She went camping, Jesus. <laughs> she hopes to convince her friends, family, and her millions of followers that not only are there intelligent beings beyond Earth, but they are already here. This is actually... The final step in disclosure, I think. People have been talking about it for years that the government's getting close to disclosure, full disclosure on the aliens. Like disclosure any day now, any day now. I think this is it. <laughs> like, well, Demi, what if, Demi's the vehicle for it. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna finally do disclosure, but we're gonna bury it in a Demi Lovato alien reality show. <laughs> if the government was gonna do disclosure and hire a celebrity, you know they would go with Tom Hanks. Just like in the Simpsons movie, there's no one else. Imagine if. This show and Demi Lovato fucking cracked the case. What if that happened? Demi Lovato? <laughs> no, or the, Demi Lovato on show, the show. Yeah, like on, there's an episode where they get the most like legitimate. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but what? You know, I have a better <laughs> chance of doing it by going into my backyard for th- three hours. Well, Arizona generally is a UFO hotspot. Yeah, because there's a bunch here. of bored hicks out here that don't know fucking anything. Well, also there's um, a bunch of airports and military bases. <laughs> but uh, just imagine if, if they cracked the case. Her and her friend Timmy and her sister. Her sister's name is Dallas. Demi and Dallas. Demi does Dallas. <laughs> gross. Man, psh, that ain't gross. Sexuality's tough. Incest is gross. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. I was just making a pun because of Debbie does. Dollars, yeah, I, I, I got it. But then I didn't put. I took it to a gross spot. Yeah, I didn't put that other layer together. I guess it's there though. I just didn't think about it. Huh, interesting. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, weirdo like crypto fash people on the internet will like say some like stupid racist shit and then when they get dunked on uh they'll be in the comments like uh yeah now i looks like you guys are getting you're starting to get it like as if they have like some secret arcane knowledge and (laughs) they're just fucking idiots they're always like yeah you're getting close to the truth you're starting to see it huh no you're fucking you just you just said some dumb shit you dummy (laughs) Uh, That's uh, basically every right-wing conservative <laughs> pundit ever. <laughs> yeah, now you're starting to see the truth. The truth that only I can see. I sit in my oh, garage 16 hours a day drinking Bud Light. I know the truth. The boot truth. Nothing the wrong boot. with sitting in your garage drinking all day. I'd sit in my garage smoking stuff you used to drink in there too all the time. Nothing wrong with that. It's the Bud Light that's a problem. I don't think the Bud Light's a problem. It's the th- it's the thinking about crazy stuff. Why Why don't you watch an old movie? There's plenty of stuff with Godzilla in it. They're all fun to watch. Especially when you got a couple of Bud Lights in you. I think about crazy shit all the time. It's just that I don't actually believe it or like turn it into like a personal philosophy or anything. Yeah, I mean, it actually kind of goes back to that. The, what the fuck? I can't even remember the damn article I sent you now. The, uh, the CIA document. Uh, Project Gateway. Yeah, Project Gateway. That's what it was. That I sent you. <laughs> Where it was like, you know, part pseudoscience and part real science and a lot of conjecture. Mm. Um, and like, I, I just think about this, like all these people that believe in like astral projection or um, remote viewing and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Um, or, or even the people that take a lot of hallucinogenics and think they're uh, you know, bursting through on the other side. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's your fucking imagination, you idiots. 
Yeah, I actually, I, I, for me, I chalk it up to like, wow, isn't it cool? Like the power of the human mind. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I think that's more interesting than, oh yeah, but uh, um, machine elves or whatever. That's fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to think about, obviously, and joke about, and I like to learn about fringe beliefs and stuff. And at the end of the day, as long as they're not hurting anybody, I'm like, yeah, whatever, who cares? But it is kind of like, yeah, I'm probably laugh at you when you talk about shit seriously like that and then sometimes they it are just seems so honor really seems to roll it actually feel, feels really narrow-minded to me to be like oh yeah oh. no 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 it, for sure when i meditate deeply and and i feel the three signs i can i can tell you what's going on in michelle gobertroth's desk well i saw someone say that uh what encompasses it pretty well i guess from my experiences uh which i agree with what they said they said uh yeah, you'll never hear um, the people that claim to have had ego death on psychedelics seem to talk about themselves the most. And like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Every person I've met in my life who's like super into psychedelics is like, yeah, man, I have ego death. You got to try it, blah, blah, blah. You get through the firewall, blah, blah. And it's like, fuck, all they do is talk about themselves and how cool they are and how many drugs they take. And, blah, blah. and it's like, first of all, you haven't taken more drugs than I have. <laughs> No, I'm just talking about how many drugs I've taken. Well, that's the thing. Well, once again, when you're trying to when you try to set the standards of what you think is cool or uncool, and try to impose them on me, if it's something I can beat you at, and those are your standards, you just fucking double loss. Because first of all, I think your standards are bullshit, and then I'm better at your standards than you are. Same thing with people with the hot masculinity takes and shit. Double yeah. loss. Yeah. So I guess basically, just tired of people coming around talking bullshit. But then, I mean, it's you hate people that are most similar to yourself, right? When you see something of yourself and someone else, oftentimes it upsets you. I love walking around talking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's fun. No, no, no. I'd like to make a whole career out of it, but stand-up comedy is absolutely dead. No, it's coming back. It's coming roaring back. Yo, check this out. Speaking of stand-up comedy, did you see the clip of Tony Hinchcliffe where he just, like, straight up is racist to the guy that introduced him like not any jokes or anything he's straight no. up i feel I, like i heard about it but i didn't see the clip well it's crazy to me because for i didn't i've never listened to tony Hinch, hinchcliffe Hinch, he's Hinch, one of those joe rogan figure guys right right but i've like heard other comics talk about him or whatever and but i didn't um you know I mean, i'm not familiar with him at all and then uh, i saw that clip and i was like fucking there's like these aren't even jokes <laughs> he's just straight up like <laughs> being racist <laughs> it's i've said before on the podcast oh shocking uh generally it's like um i'm not i don't think people should be able to say whatever they want without consequences obviously um it's i just so <clears throat> somewhat concerned where the consequences come from and then also like um sometimes people say stupid shit you know shouldn't be the end of the world but like this is like absolutely like how does this guy get gigs you know what i mean like fucking why would anyone they're like they fucking weren't even jokes he's a stand-up comedian uh, i don't i don't know he's like didn't even it's not like he's fucking uh lenny bruce yes lenny bruce god damn it. okay like, so you know lenny bruce <laughs> like um nowadays i mean at the time he's considered incredibly offensive right uh, and even now, some of the stuff he said is quite offensive, right? It's not, um, I don't, I don't think he was a, a mean spirited person by any means, because I do think he was part. He was a counter culture revolutionary and had 
um, broad political ideas that I don't see him as a regressive figure, I'll say, but his terminology at the time is kind of regressive. So it's not like he's fucking, like I said before, like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be cutting edge and subversive by espousing the beliefs from this fifties and sixties or whatever. That's like, it's not like he's being Tony Hinchcliffe is being subversive or interesting or trying anything at all. Like in the vein of Lenny Bruce, who all these comedians harken back to you, right. As a, a stalwart defender of free speech or whatever. It's like, you know, you're not fucking, you're not even telling jokes. You know what I mean? It, I got fucking so pissed off by it. Like, <laughs> I can tell this is fucking ridiculous. I just, it was like, how does this dude have a job? You know what I mean? How is he famous in any capacity? I just do not understand. Maybe he somehow, is fucking hilarious other times but it was he just came out and was like saying racist shit and then like laughing to himself you know like when you uh you're like you you're trying to read the room and you're not sure if your humor is gonna fly so you're kind of like coaxing laughter out of other people with your own like laughter you know just kind of like save face protect your ass he was doing that shit he just say racist shit and be like ha 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 get it ha, ha. I don't know. I fucking I was like, fuck this dude. I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> Why haven't you then? I I gotta go to Austin, Texas, apparently, where all the comics move so they can hang out with Joe Rogan. Is that where he lives now? Yeah, him and Elon Musk. The, the Austin is <laughs> so I mean Ugh, the, So um, it's gonna be real fucking shitty in Austin. Yeah, well the whole like keep Austin weird to um <laughs> Con, like even that like it's sort of a social phenomena from like the 90s and early 2000s like with south by southwest and stuff that's like a little bit cringy too to say but at least it was like there was like a homegrown element of like arts and culture in austin honestly like that it, internet company rooster teeth or whatever those fucking nerds who originated in austin kind of <laughs> fucking ruined it for everybody and then now it's uh definitely gonna be like new hot city to go for go to like fuck calabasas and san francisco let's look at austin not me i'm looking back to the bay yeah um the stockton vallejo fairfield um they're all they're a hot new places to move. yeah <laughs> hot new places to move apparently <clears throat> i didn't um have very much planned for today but i guess i had a lot of shit to complain about so it was all <clears throat> about all elon musk pretty pointless yeah most of the time it is yeah, I just want to get like a little bit of clout, a little bit of social currency, so that um I can knock Tony Hinchcliffe down a peg. <laughs> I want to Maybe shut down. Challenge, challenge him to one of those celebrity boxing matches yeah. that, that are so popular <laughs> these days. I want to shut. Oh, you that fu- guy we talked up. about Floyd Mayweather and uh, the Paul brothers yet? No, what's that about? What do you mean? They're, Floyd Mayweather is gonna was gonna fight one of the Paul brothers. Probably Logan Paul. Is he the one that's fought before? They both fought before, but he's oh. fighting the one that has not fought as much. Oh. And I think that I, my assumption is that later on he's going to fight the one that's fought a lot. But, I mean, it's, like, not going to be a serious fight, right? Because, um... How could it be? You it's can't. Floyd Mayweather. It's going to be, like, a, you know, a exhibition, a money-making operation, sort of like the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. Which, I mean, right. at, least, at least, like, Conor McGregor had a puncher's chance. But, obviously... If you go back and watch that fight, Floyd's like just, you know, chilling for a few rounds. Um, so, like, I mean, Floyd can kill these kids. Absolutely. I know he's more of a defensive boxer than anything, but like, th- these are just 
two annoying internet kids who like work out a little bit and somehow fancy themselves fighters. Like they don't. There's no fucking way they can. <laughs> but I, I, I get. I don't know. Floyd's past his prime. Maybe I don't know. Is he that much? <laughs> like, I mean, I'll give it. I'll say this in their favor. They're much bigger than Floyd Mayweather. But that's about all I got going for them. I mean, like, there's a level of like. Where size? Like, I don't, I don't know that Floyd's is necessarily going to knock these guys out, but he's going to embarrass the shit out of them. Well, yeah, size can account for a lot, but like, what, there's a certain level of skill that'll trump size. And Floyd Mayweather is uh, one of the greatest boxers of all time. So if he's out, I don't, he's outweighed by like what thirty pounds, maybe that's not going to be that much to him, anything, honestly. I might be more than that. I think. I think these guys are like six feet, six foot two, maybe a little taller than that. Logan Paul? <laughs> yeah, I doubt his, it. His build weight and shit. <laughs> oh, they do. They have his reach. They have his reach. <laughs> Seventy-six. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, he's one hundred and eighty-one pounds. So he's got thirty pounds on Floyd. That's pretty. St- one hundred eighty-one pounds is kind of light for six-two, isn't it? But uh, I don't think uh, I've been uh, under two hundred pounds uh, since uh, high school. Last time I was under two hundred pounds, I was like nineteen or twenty, and it was like the leanest I'd been ever. Twenty twenty-one, maybe. No, 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 no. But um, was that that might have been like him totally dehydrating shit too? If it was like to weigh in, if they were doing, I don't. These are carny fights, so I can't imagine the weigh in actually matters. That's a good point, actually. I don't know why I was thinking like it might be <laughs> real, like shit. A real legitimate shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I just can't get over it. Like Floyd, made, Floyd ended his career. It's like you know what I'm gonna do? Earn money being a goof off. Yeah, why not? I mean, I guess he, he doesn't have to, like, risk his life or anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like any of these people are going to hurt him. He gets to, like, get paid to, like, work out for a little while and get in good shape. And then he just gets to wash some fools on um, fucking pay-per-view. It makes a good chunk of change, too, from what it seems like. Yeah. What a dick, you know? If I ever get any, like, clout, like I'm saying, I'll challenge Floyd Mayweather to a fight. Just to, like, <laughs> give him something to do. Me, me too. Just I just want a little bit of that quiche. Is all I'm after. hundred percent. That was a round one. I'm gonna try to kick him in the head and, and get disqualified. Nah, I'll, I'll just let him beat me. No, fuck, no, fuck that shit. He beat a, he, Didn't he beat the shit out of his wife or his girlfriend or some shit? I'm gonna kick him in the head. Floyd? I don't know. I don't know about any. No, he definitely did. Look at him up. Look it up. He's a he's a woman beater. You might be right. I'm gonna kick him in the head. My internet's not working. What's going on here? Whatever, it's not important. You're probably right. <laughs> oh, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Have we been doing the podcast long enough now? I think it's been long yeah, enough. Hour and ten. Yeah, that's probably good enough. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll end it on that note. It was good enough. <laughs> good enough. Another good enough episode brought to you by VHS by Gold. VHS Gold. Hey, good enough. We're good enough. The Goonies are good enough. VHSCult.com, KVLT. Uh, like and subscribe, follow, add us to your feeds, rate and review. Follow ass to your feeds. Yeah, follow ass. Booty Patrol. C-C-A-A. Booty Patrol. VHS Cold.